In episode 9 of English for Czech People, we discuss high fashion, we talk about my very creepy experience in a jacuzzi, and we learn how to fix the Chinglish we went there with my sister. It's a pretty wild episode, so stay tuned. Anyway, we're back for episode nine, mm-hmm. English for Czech people. You're almost into double digits. Double digits. <laughs> This is crazy. Man, I can't believe we made it this far. Yeah, good for us. And we still like each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we've, yeah, we've been uh, associates um, for, for five or six years. So, for some time. You know. For some time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of happy we've made it this far. Mm-hmm. Lucky number nine. Yeah. I was well, thinking, does number nine have any... Uh, connotations to it. First of all, it's lucky number seven. Let's make sure that that's... Uh... But what about the cat? The cat has nine lives, right? Sure. Uh-huh. Is there anything else that Oh, uh, nine... to be on cloud nine. To be on cloud nine. This means to be extremely happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes no sense. I'm on cloud nine right now. Uh-huh. Do you know where that comes from? I've got no idea. No, I can't say... I can't say I that do. That would be a good one to look up for next time, maybe. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. All right, well, before we get too carried away, let's do our mm-hmm. introductions. I'm Jacob from England. I'm Chris from Australia. And we're your English teachers from a distance. Mm-hmm. Going to teach you some good stuff today. If you're here for the first time, thanks for joining. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Um, if you didn't know, if you don't know already, we're also filming them now as of last episode. Mm-hmm. So we're up on the YouTubes. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're filming this one as well. So hello, YouTube uh, watchers. Thanks for watching. Hello. Did you watch the uh, the previous one? Uh, no, I didn't actually. Not okay. yet. Okay. Uh, But I did watch a lot of the mini clips. Well, a lot of them. I watched all of the ones that. Uh, three, that I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think of them? Think, uh, like no, the I like them. Yeah, that's good. I think it's quite a good idea. Mm-hmm. Just like to take out the the funny bits or the the best words that come up. Because it's. Uh, I think that's one thing about podcasts that annoys me a bit is you listen to one, and you, you hear something really great, mm-hmm. and then you try you try and find it again, and you can never find it again. Sure. And you're like, where the fuck was it? You yep. know, minute yeah, yeah. six or seven. So if you take out the best bits, then you can search for them on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see my attempt at making thumbnails? You've not seen that yet? It I was guess yesterday. Not. It was yesterday. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I found out a lot of Czech people don't know what a thumbnail is. Okay. So a thumbnail is when you have a video on YouTube, before you click on the video, there's that little picture with some information about the video. You know, it's like a screenshot or something. Yes. That's called a thumbnail. Mm-hmm. I've no idea why. Because it's the size of your thumb nail. That's why. Yes. Well, firstly, firstly, it's not the size of your well, thumbnail. It's roughly that. It's not yeah. even roughly. It's like t- okay, all right. Well, origi- than a originally, I mean, where were the first thumbnails? It was on your PC, right? So in the '90s or whatever, Man. when you would have a picture on it, and there would be a little bit of a preview in Windows Explorer, and there, that's a great that, point. that is where that's it point. that's where it came from because they were about that size. They didn't have where well, you yeah, can right click and go, right. oh, that's you know, right. thumbnail yeah. size is extra large. No, it Man. was whatever size it was and it was about the size of your thumbnail well there you go there you go just like everything else they got bigger over time mm-hmm. you know thumbnails now huge yeah really it's so interesting are you sure that's where it comes from or are you just making this up no okay look i i haven't gone into the bloody wikipedia <laughs> article i don't know and, and, and done a deep dive <laughs> on the uh, the history of thumbnails right. but it's a pretty easy thing to figure out on your <laughs> own right. okay 
All right. So as I said, we're your English teachers from a distance <laughs> teaching you useful things. Every, like thumbnail. Like thumbnail. Every episode is an education. It really is. Um, I, you know, sometimes I even listen back to our episodes. Mm-hmm. It was actually a bit sad yesterday. I had a bit of a, um, not, not the best day yesterday, because yesterday was a, um, it was a bank holiday, yes. starting Svartek. And I wanted to be clear about this. In English, British English, we say 100% bank holiday. Mm-hmm. What do you guys say? Public holiday. Public holiday? Yep. And I think Austra- uh, Americans see public as well. Uh, I'm not 100% th- sure on this. Do they just say like a holiday? Maybe state holiday? Or? I don't feel like they say state holiday. I feel like no okay. one says state national, holiday. National holiday. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Like Maybe national Fourth holiday. of July is a national holiday. Because my whole point was, that we don't, I, think, I think no one says the direct translation state holiday. Sure. Right? I don't think that's said. I don't think so. So bank holiday or public holiday? <laughs> well, in Australia we do because there are specific <laughs> holidays for specific states. Uh, for example, um, it's coming up very soon. In fact... Sorry, in which country? You mean? Uh, in Australia. Okay, right. In Australia. Um, for example, this upcoming Tuesday uh, is the, is Melbourne Cup. It's the Melbourne that? Cup. It is... The Melbourne it's Cup. It's the race that stops a nation, but it doesn't stop a nation. I have no it stops. It doesn't even stop a whole state. It's It stops a city, and then it doesn't even do that. It's a horse race. It's a horse race. Um Okay, in which town? Melbourne. Yeah, that's Melbourne. A, that's a city or something? Melbourne. Oh, I thought was, in where Sorry, I, <laughs> I was hearing you say Melbourne. Okay. No, Melbourne. The Melbourne yeah. Cup. <laughs> I've not even been drinking today. I can't even hear <laughs> right. it. I think you might need think, one. I think then. I should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll take a break in a minute. Go get some wine. I guess so. Uh, yeah, Melbourne so, Cup. Yeah, the Melbourne Cup is the second largest horse race in the world. Uh-huh. Um, the biggest being the Kentucky Derby. Uh, and yeah, it's huge. Like It's such a big deal that the city of Melbourne gets a public holiday. For really? Yep. So they take the day off just so that everyone can watch the game? Yes. Oh, the, the, the race. race. Sorry. Yeah. 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 That's pretty interesting. Uh-huh. Have you been? No. Because you're no. a Melbourne guy, so you're not into that. Not at all. Horse no. racing is well, me neither, completely but, you know, uninteresting. Yeah. It's like, look, even the people that do go, they don't go for the horse race. It's this whole um, pomp and circumstance kind of yeah. show. Because that's what I would go for. I wouldn't mm. go for the race. I'd go for all the fun stuff around the race. Yeah. So everybody gets uh, dressed to the nines. Oh, that's a nice expression. You want yes. to explain for our advanced people? So to be, well, and it's, it involves the number nine as well. How about that? <laughs> there we go. Yes. Man, uh, full circle. <laughs> 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 so to be dressed to the nines is to be very, very, very well dressed as well as you possibly can be dressed. Yeah. And it's to be dressed to the nines, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. I am dressed to the nines. I'm not dressed to the nines right now, not but today. one would so- say that. Sorry, yeah. dear watchers, but yeah. uh, I'm a little bit, I've yeah, got a, yeah, you've, got you've a got button, a... button up shirt on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. just got my graphic tee. It wasn't saying it. Uh, it's a reference to a video game. Polis? I yeah. 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 Polis or POTUS? Polis. Polis. I'm not uh, wearing a shirt that, uh, you know, dignifies the office of the uh, the US presidency, no. Um, okay. Yeah, this is a reference to a video game. I'll leave it at that. That's so fine. to be dressed to the nines, before we start going off on major tangents here, because mm-hmm. I've got lots of questions about the T-shirt, but uh, so we've got the Melbourne Cup. Mm-hmm. Everyone takes a day off. Yep. You have a public holiday or yep. bank holiday, as we would say. Let's, let's write that one down as well, bank holiday. Yep. And to be dressed to the nines. Yeah. When's the last time you got dressed? So it also can be with get. When did you last get dressed to the nines, Chris? Mm-hmm. Can you remember uh, time? Oh, long time ago. Probably for my 
friend's wedding. Um, uh, yeah, that was in like 2014 or 13 right. or something like that. Yeah. Um, I have since been to other like formal occasions and things uh, of that nature, but I, I, I have never been as well dressed as I was then. Right. Uh, you know, it was a three-piece suit, I had an excellent tie-on and a little... Uh, 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 pocket square. Yeah, pocket square. Yeah. Um, I'm all about the yeah. pocket square. Mm-hmm. Nice call back there. To be all about something is you freaking love it. Yes. I'm all about the pocket square. That's the, And just because people can't, you're not watching, a pocket square is that little kind of square handkerchief thing that when you're wearing a suit jacket, you put it into that pocket on the top left and it like sticks out a little bit. Yes, and it is, well, usually it matches the color of the tie. And I happen to know the history of this, do you? Uh, no, please okay. enlighten us. Here we go, every, edu- <laughs> every episode is an education. <laughs> so this is uh, from the olden days. It was seen as polite that a man should always have this pocket square in case a woman sneezed. Sure. Then you would just give her your pocket square and she would use it to blow her nose. And that was that, she would keep it. Or she'd give it back, whatever. But the idea was every day you go out with one of these things. Okay. And it's to give to a woman if she needs it to blow her nose. That is a very expensive piece of clothing. That's the thing. I'm assuming in the past maybe they weren't so fancy and like it became like seen as this fancy thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of fashion like this was influenced by, who was it? It was the print, it was whoever was the main prince. Prince Edward, I think it was. I think it was Prince Edward VII, but I could be definitely wrong. Uh, in the early 1910s, before World War One, okay. he was the main fashion icon of the world because it mm. was like peak British Empire. We were huge. Right. And he was the guy that everyone followed. And um, I also might be getting this wrong if, it was he, if he was the one who made this happen. But you know when you're wearing a three-piece suit which is when you have the suits, you have, you, have the, you have the vest, yes. and you have the shirt and the trousers. You know that you should never have the bottom button of the vest done up, you're okay. aware of this? And that's because this guy, Prince Edward VII, was too fat to have it done up when he was on his horse. Okay. So he just undid the bottom one because he couldn't hold it in. Mm-hmm. And because of that, rather than be embarrassed about it, he was like, this is high fashion now. And it took off around the world that everyone started undoing the bottom okay. button of their vests until today. All right. If you ever do the bottom button of your vest, guys, you're embarrassing yourself. That is not. Or how you it's stand done. in defiance of British aristocracy. How dare you? And British imperialism. How dare you? Every now <laughs> From now on, is should I ever wear a three-piece suit again? I will make a point of buttoning. No, you the will bottom. not. I absolutely will. No, you won't. I absolutely. If I ever do it again, I will do but it. Chris, I'll take a picture of this and I'll send it. To, I'll, <laughs> we'll compost it on the Instagram. No, send it profile. to me. I'm the only person who will appreciate the the significance of it. Well, now the entire podcast listening audience yeah. will appreciate it as well yeah man but the thing is you know most people don't know this they mm-hmm. would just think that you weren't cool they would think you were silly for having it done up okay so then what is the oh okay you mean like for me to undo yeah. it okay I, I just want i don't want to cause you any undue okay embarrassment I, look, how many people gonna be like, look at this guy he's got his bloody bottom uh button done up like a chump what a clown who is going to think depends that? Depends on where you go. This I think. is a century-old fashion uh, statement, and uh, yeah, you know what? I'm 
I don't care. It's fine. I'm in my 30s, bro. I don't really care about what people think of what I'm wearing. You know, I've, I've moved, I've moved past yeah. that a little bit. But your thing about this being influenced by uh, by a king reminds me, and I could have this wrong, so uh, Diego perhaps might need to uh, uh, correct this uh, for me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is that um, in proper Spanish Spanish, the reason that... Spanish from Spain? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason that so many people speak with a lisp uh, or say or pronounce certain words with a lisp is because a certain king, no idea which one, um, he had a lisp. And, and just then, for the listeners, what is a lisp? A lisp. A lisp is when you speak like this. Yes. It's when you <laughs> pronounce your S's like, when you pronounce the S sound like a th sound. Yeah. If, I don't know if that comes out um, in the audio. Uh, so, yes, one of the Spanish kings spoke with a lisp. Uh, and now, apparently, I, I believe so. I could be completely wrong. Um, what, so, so they just copied me. him on purpose? That or he, he forced people to speak like that. Really? Or, I don't know, the court, yes, man. That really sounds like one of those legends that definitely isn't true. But. It could, yeah, look, I could be completely speaking out of my ass. I could be talking out of my ass right now. <laughs> That's another good expression. Lots of ass play mm -hmm. in, these, uh, in these podcasts. I'm all about ass play. <laughs> oh, dude, let's not even explain what that means. <laughs> But by the way, oh God, I've got so many things to talk about, so many things to talk about, so much things, Jesus. So firstly, we have a dirty-minded listening audience, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. And How so? So, so dirty-minded means that, you know, when you're always thinking about, you hear like an, an innocent sentence, a nevini, no, a vini, no, wait, which one is it? Vini or nevini? Nevini sentence. And you just think of it in a sexual way or something like that. Sure. And a response to somebody saying uh, something like that, like making a joke out of an innocent sounding thing, is to get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, so exactly. So, you know, when someone says something, they, they make a joke about some sexual thing, you can say, hey, get your mind, get your mind out of the gutter. Yes. So we're getting a bit too deep into the vocab today. Guys, don't worry about all these words. It's not important. Um, but what was I talking about? The, the audience has a dirty mind. Yeah. The audience needs to get their mind out of the gutter. Yeah, exactly. And actually, it, it comes in the form of a listener question. Okay. Because, uh, you know, last week or the week before, I can't remember when it was, we were talking about some drinks going down nicely. Mm -hmm. And there was this question about going down. Sure. You know, okay. So, guys, if you want to know what we're talking about, stick through to the end. Of, stick through, Jesus. Hang in to the rest. How do you say the English? <laughs> stick with us yes. until the end of the Thank episode. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you, the, the man who still speaks English out of the two of us. Stick with us until the end of the episode to find out other meanings of go down. Mm -hmm. I think we can. Do you, do you want to talk about it or like? Sure. You know, it's not. I'm, I'm not ashamed. To talk about it? Not at all. That's okay, fine. going downtown. All right, we'll get, to the, we'll, we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Man, so getting dressed to the nines is when yes. you get dressed up real nice. And I was going to say, I've actually, I've not got, I've not gotten dressed to the nines for a long time because I think the only time you really do it is at a friend's wedding. Mm. And I've actually never been to like a close friend's wedding. Okay. None of my like real good friends have gotten married. One, I've been to one. Yeah, of, yeah. That was was the. Uh, uh, these were the only friends uh, to have. When was of it? Mine to have gotten married. Uh, yeah, in two thousand fourteen, fourteen or thirteen. So you're still. Forgive back. me, Cam and Steph, for not exact uh, remembering the exact year of your of, right. your of your wonderful wedding. Yeah, because I've got my first two actually next year. Like everything seems to come at once. Sure. Um, 
because I had like no weddings and then like all of my best friends are getting married next year. Okay. But it's pretty cool because they're all in different countries. So one's in England. All right. Roseanne, if you're listening, looking forward to that. It's going to be great. It's a bit, it's a bit funny because I've never met her soon to be husband because okay. we've been, me and this girl, Roseanne, we've been like really good friends for like 10 years, but I've been living here for so long. I, I, I rarely go back. Mm-hmm. And when I have been back, he wasn't around. So I've never met him. And I've, I've been invited to like like the inner circle, you know, stuff, you know, because like usually in weddings, everyone goes to the reception. The reception is the like the party after the ceremony. Yes. And so hold on, just to clarify yeah, that, because please. people do not know this. So yeah, I know. I, I don't know. know the Czech words for it. Uh, I, I know some of them. Okay. So, but just to clarify, so there are two parts to a wedding. The first part is the ceremony. Which is called the obshat. Okay. Yeah, this is where there is the priest or whoever and the two people, the man and the woman or the man and the man or the woman and the woman, depending on where you are. Or if you're non-binary. Perfect. Exactly. (laughs) Whatever you want. Uh, Where they say their vows. They say, I do. um, And they exchange rings. So the vows in Czech, I think is just slibby, like promises. Slibby. But in English, a vow is like even stronger than a a promise. Definitely. Like you say like, Chris, I promise I'm not going to steal your biscuits mm-hmm. but you'd say i vow to never do a podcast with another man it's <laughs> like stronger than yes than it a is promise. it's a very very strong and they promise. exchange the rings i don't know how to say exchange but like it's minion yet or whatever mm. yeah so that's the that's the ceremony yep and the wedding ceremony the reception is the party afterwards yeah. where everybody's drinking and playing guitar and doing all of the whatever cultural yeah. um uh, uh, uh traditions traditions and customs yeah, Zviki. yeah. yeah. well uh, so in Czech that would be smashing the uh the glass yes i believe that they don't, i can't remember i think they put it on the ground and then the woman stamps on it with her foot I think, okay, the way that or maybe it happened... Not. Maybe that's Jewish. Uh, I think that's Jewish. Yeah, that's, that's a Jewish one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that it happened at my cousin's wedding, actually my second cousin, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I just love the unnecessary details. Well, my cousin, actually my second cousin. <laughs> oh, my, on my mother's side, if you must know. <laughs> it's on my father's side, actually. Thank okay. you very much. Anyway, right. um, it was the person who was like hosting the, uh, the, the reception. Um, and yeah, he like invited them into the reception hall. Uh, but before that, yeah, like threw the plate on the ground and then it smashes. And then people like, as a joke, they break it up into smaller pieces. Like they, uh, uh, walk through it and stomp on it. Make it even worse. Yeah. And, uh, and then the bride is supposed to sweep it up. And the reason that people break it into smaller pieces is because every piece that it gets broken into is another child that they will have. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it broke into five pieces. You can have five children. Funny times. Yeah. 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 And then break it into small, small pieces. Oh, you're going to have 30 kids. Yeah. I didn't quite understand the significance behind the, the breaking of the plate and specifically how the woman cleans it. Oh, wait, no, they clean it together. I think. I think I, yeah, I, I went to one check. Probably, yeah. probably quite an important difference. Mm-hmm. I went to a check wedding, and yeah, they smashed the plate or whatever, and then they both cleaned it up together. It must signify something. Yeah, I don't know their newfound teamwork, and yeah, you know something. That's like it. That. Yeah. Anyhow, so yeah, we've got the reception. You've got the ceremony. Um, I quite like the expression to walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. So the aisle is spelt A I. S L E, so it's not doesn't sound like it looks, 
and an aisle is just like a <laughs> it's like a pathway, right? And you can have it anything it has to be straight and this can be like in a supermarket. You have the different aisles. So there's different like, you know, lanes or different <laughs> different aisles. I don't know how to say it in Czech. I did learn this once. In the in the in a plane, you have the aisle. It's that like w where you walk down the middle. And then actually when you buy a plane ticket, it will say you can say I want a window seat or I want an aisle seat, right? Yes. Not sure what the middle seat's called, but just the middle seat. Oh yeah, middle I seat. Guess so. No one asks for that. Um, I've got some funny stories about the middle seat, by the way. <laughs> I've got all kinds of plain stories. Apparently. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, aisle. And to walk someone down the aisle is when, you know, the dad traditionally takes the, the bride. Yeah. So the, the father aisle. of the bride, Thank you. not just any. Thank you. Not just any, any dude. dude. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The father of the bride. So you can say, like, who's going to walk you down the aisle? Because to walk someone is doppelvodjit. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Well, we're really, we, we're really going off on... One today, yeah. Don't you think? Even more than usual. Well, I mean, not that not that far. Yeah. We talked about uh, being dressed to the nines. So yeah, we talked go. about the um, the Melbourne um, Cup. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. I like learning the stuff like that. That's interesting. So pohar, I believe pohar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think pohar is like a literal cup. I, I, I it's know. both. It yeah. can be used in this in this meaning as well. Yeah. 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 I, I think that the listeners must really laugh when they hear our check. Probably. Because I laugh at us when I listen back to it. And that's what I was wanting to say is uh, yesterday, yeah, this is how we got off, tr we got off track so much. Because I said yesterday is a, was a bank holiday. Yes. And we started talking about that. And there's a whole thing I wanted to say, which was I was working here in the morning, which was a bit depressing, to be honest. I had things to finish off. So in the afternoon, I was like, I just want to go out and enjoy the sun. So I went out and... Uh, I got a, got a glass of wine, sat in the sun, and I listened to our last podcast. Okay. I, I, had, I had not listened to it yet. And one of my friends asked me what I was doing. I was like, I'm just listening to the sound of my own voice to cheer me up, you know. <laughs> and I have to say, it cheers me up listening to our silly conversations. Okay, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. But like yesterday was just like a bit of a, bit of a down day, you All know. Right. And it just cheered me up listening to our dumb conversations about <laughs> getting drunk for the first time or whatever. Like, it was great. It was good. All so right. I just wanted to say thank you, Chris, for having these conversations with me. No worries. Cheers You're me welcome. up on a low day. And hopefully it does the same for some other people. Yeah. We had a, a nice person message us on Instagram today. Okay. Can't remember. I, oh, yeah. I just, I just opened it up so that I could give her a shout out, actually. Um, just this girl who's been listening to our podcast just messaged us because we're on Instagram, guys. Follow us on uh, English for Czech people on Instagram. We're now doing words of the day. Uh, I'm doing them. Just a word each day and some other stuff will be there as well. And this nice girl just messaged to say, hey, just found out about your stuff. So I listened to your podcast and I think you guys are doing a, a great job. Oh, well, thank you very much. And this is uh, Clarice993. Okay. I'm guessing that means 1993. Same uh -huh. age as me. So okay. thank you, Clarice. Yeah. Thank you. And I just asked her, she, she, this is funny, she literally just replied. All right. As I'm saying this right now. Because <laughs> I, I said, oh, thank you. Thank you, you know, for that. Uh, and I asked her how she found out about the podcast. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we've got almost no listeners. It's interesting to know. And she said that she was scrolling down the Apple Podcast app and it just came up. Okay. That's, a, that's good. That's great. Man, yes. thank you, Apple, as well. We're being ranked highly. <laughs> Fantastic. That's great. Good for us. Anyway, so we're Jacob and Chris. And what we're going to do today is, is have our, our chat time, which we're having now, and then we're going to do our revision in the second half of the podcast, revision of last time, our words of the week. Do you have one for this week? Yes. Nice. And we're, we're going to continue with our chinglish and useful things, and then we're going to finish off with our listener questions. Sound good? Sounds great. Sounds pretty sweet. Anyway, Chris, how has your week been? 
I'm genuinely interested. Uh, it's been okay. Um, no, it's been pretty good. Uh, nothing super interesting uh, other than watching, uh, finally watching Dune. Me too. On, um, uh, ended up watching it on Wednesday, but yes, I watched, I watched okay, Dune. Okay, I watched it yesterday. Okay then, yeah. all right. Where'd you go? Uh, just to um, uh, Cinema City, Slavonsky Doom. Slavonsky Doom. Yeah, See, that yeah. is my, oh, okay. This is my go-to cinema. Have we had that before? Because I feel like me and you have talked about that in some... We've, we've talked about that before, but maybe not on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. So so a go to... My, this is my go-to uh, cinema, and what it means when somebody says a go-to thing. This is an adjective, and it means that it is a safe, reliable option among other options. So okay. it's, like, it's like the one that you always choose, right? Not necessarily always, but if you're not sure, then you can right. go okay, that. Yeah. So for example, uh, sometimes in the office, it's a person's birthday. And sometimes you know exactly what to buy them. But sometimes you don't. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's true. And uh, you need to buy them something. Um, so a go-to gift for... A woman would be a bouquet of flowers mm. or maybe some cosmetics or something like that. And then a go-to gift for a man would be like a bottle of alcohol. Yeah. Like scotch or, or something like That's that. That's my go-to. And yeah. you don't even have to say the thing. You can mm. say, you can say, oh, what did you get your dad for Christmas? And you can say, oh, a bottle of whiskey. That's my go-to. Sure. Yeah. That's the thing. It's my reliable thing. Yep, that's and it can nice. be about it's really nice. yeah anything like oh what are you what are we going to have for dinner tonight oh, I'm not really sure I'll just go I'll just cook my go to dish of pasta okay or I don't know what film I want to watch a film but I don't know which one I'll I'll, get, I'll watch my go to film yeah. of Inglorious Bastards Stardust for me <laughs> what is that Stardust is it's like a fairy tale it's very very similar to The Princess Bride right. uh, it's a great uh, fantasy um, uh, feel good kind yeah. of adventure film. Sounds, I cannot recommend it sounds enough. Familiar, it's fantastic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a excellent. fairy tale. Yeah, definitely. If you've watched uh, The Princess Bride, it's quite similar to that, but I more have, magical. I've completely forgotten it, to be honest. It's very good. Yeah. So anyway, I watched it at uh, Slavonsky Doom because it is my go-to cinema. Um... Uh, because it's it's in the middle of Prague, and so I know I can rely on the people there um, speaking English. Right, and so that's I, a that's a that's a deciding factor for you when you choose a cinema. Are they going to speak English? When I choose almost anything, you know, really? can I go? Right, here are two options. Which one is more likely to speak English? Well, I'll go to the one that speaks English. Okay, yeah. I am extremely apprehensive about speaking really? Czech. That's interesting. Uh, I'm the opposite. I, I embrace every opportunity to speak Czech. Mm -hmm. I actively go to places where I think they won't speak English. Okay, because I like to put myself in the situation of can you survive? It's sure, like a game to me. All right, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's a, this explains the difference in our level of Czech. As mine is much much uh, lower because I don't practice it nearly enough. Mm. Yeah. What kind of situation would you feel more safe speaking Czech in? Like a restaurant? Yeah. That's fine because, like, I mean, I know all food items and things like that. Yeah. Uh, ordering things is okay. I mean, it's so basic. You know, mm. you would hope that you can. Would you uh, like to come on the Czech podcast with me and Lenka sometime? Yes, I've already That'd expressed quite, my interest. You did? Sorry, interest. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. That's cool. Uh, yes. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would like that. Yeah. Because we have a lot of fun with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, guys, if you're listening, we also do uh, a Czech podcast called Super Awesome Czech. 
So a great name, I know. So if you want to check that out, check it out. Get it out. I hate it when that happens. I hate it because I think that people think I said it on purpose, but yeah. I didn't. And uh-huh. I feel like I hate myself for it. <laughs> oh, anyway, and how okay. did you spend your your Svartny Svartek, your bank holiday? Um, I went to the gym in the morning and then nice. I was just chilling out for the rest of the day. Tending um, to your garden on the balcony? Uh... Uh, I think I watered it the day before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just okay. just went to the gym. I was so disappointed. I really expected that because it was a public holiday and because today is Friday, that many people would use the opportunity to um, to take today off and go off to their cottage. Yeah, and that's what go I thought. Somewhere else. And make it a long, nice long weekend yeah. of it. And you were hoping the same would happen for you. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, that like nobody would be at the gym. But I went to the gym nine o'clock in the morning and it was a bloody party in there. There were so many people. Mm. Like I had to wait for equipment. I straight up couldn't use equipment because I wasn't going to wait um, for people to finish it. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like what is everybody doing here? I thought that everybody would be out in the countryside. I know. But I, I thought no. the same. Okay. Disappointing. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, what, what did you, you? Uh, and this is a good expression, I think we had this last time, pretty sure we did, what did you make of? So mm-hmm. remember guys, we don't say what's your opinion, or you can say it, but it sounds better to say, what do you make of something? Or in the past, what did? So Chris, what did you make of June? I really liked it. Yeah? I enjoyed it a lot. Had you seen the original? Um, or read the book? Uh, both. Oh yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I haven't read the book. I have listened to the book. I, I listened to the audiobook version of it. Okay. Um, and yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I um, I thought it was great. There were some uh, scenes that were very, um, shall I say, uh, oh my God, faithfully uh, recreated. Not rest- um, yeah, recreated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, or faithfully adapted, maybe I could say. Yeah. Because I've not. I, to be honest, I didn't know anything about June. I've not seen the original. I've not read the book. I've not listened to the book. So I went in with not really any expectation of or assumption of what it was going to be like. Sure. All I know is that the internet was going crazy about it. And guys, remember, we fit, we record these episodes quite a lot in advance. So this will probably be coming out in like January. No one's going to care about June anymore. But um, And I love sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So I thought, sweet, I love sci-fi. Okay. So let's go and check it out. And you're not going to like this, but I was a bit disappointed. Okay, sure. Um, it's not the first time that I've heard that, so yeah. it's not like it hurts my feelings, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not Dennis Villanueva or however you say his name. I think I just didn't like the story that much. Okay. Um, and I don't know, like when it got to the end, I'm not going to give any spoilers in case people haven't seen it, but I was like, a lot of the things that happened previous to that didn't really have much bearing, much... It didn't seem to really affect the end of the story. It's like, well, why did that happen? Why was that crazy uncle doing this stuff, you know? I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's very clearly explained why he was yes, doing it. I know, but I don't know. I don't know. And also, I just find it kind of depressing. Okay. It was, it was very dark. Like, mm-hmm. the cinematography was great. Like, that scene when he's standing on the sand dune, like, towards the end, and there's, like, the, like the flying ship, you know, going across, and it's all, like, really dark. I really loved how it like looked because it's yes. like very gray and dark, but really well done. Like the contrasts between things were amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, I liked the main guy as well. Yep. Yeah, I just wasn't that into. It. I felt a bit, just a bit, off afterwards. Okay. I had to go to a sauna to cheer myself up. 
All right. You know, that's an interesting post. So you've just been sitting down for three hours. Like, oh, I think I just might need to do a bit more sitting down, I think. sweat it out. <laughs> yeah, so I went down to a nice sauna where they have a jacuzzi. Okay. Um, I'm a jacuzzi is a vishivka. I'm a big fan of the jacuzzi or hot tub. And what's funny about this hot tub is it is a nude hot tub. Okay. Nude is another way to say naked. And Chris did a face that means... You're not into that. You're not all about the nude hot tubs, Chris? Just, just, I feel like we've talked about this before. No, we haven't. You're bringing it up. Uh, uh, the fact that you're bringing it up, though, it's like that you're clarifying that it's a, uh, a nude um, well, hot tub. Because it kind of, I found it kind of funny mm-hmm. that this, this hot tub is outside and it's slightly recessed into the ground. Like it's a bit like it's a bit lower than the surrounding area. And so to get into it, you have to walk like down a couple of steps sure to enter to get into the hot, the hot tub and you have to take off your your towel at the top so like you hang up your towel mm-hmm. then you walk down in full view of the people so the people their face are kind of level with with your business end yeah. you know and everyone kind of looks up at you as you walk down <laughs> and it's just like a real test of confidence it's like uh-huh. Because you can't be like walking there all nervous, you know. Yeah, like, You've got to be loud and proud. You've got to be like, I'm here, guys. <laughs> I'm here. And the only people in this hot tub are behold, like... Behold! My junk! My junk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's an official low point of this podcast. I, I just said junk. Low point? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. And junk is another way to say your... Uh, private parts. Your private parts. Yep. For both men and women. Oh, yeah, definitely. She punched me in the junk. I wouldn't say that. No, neither would I. I but uh, okay, anyway. there was just an interesting anyway. expression. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. I, just, I really want to circle back on this. <laughs> First you asked, does it count for both genders? And I said, yes. And you said, so you can say to punch them in the junk. So that would only work if this applied to women. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's well, yeah, let that I, one go. I don't know. It just kind of it kind of came to me. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard living life as an English teacher because you have to come up with examples on the spot. Like we're sure. not planning this. You know, I never planned to talk about junk. This before. is very clearly completely unplanned. Yeah. Thank you for bearing. How with disturbing us, would it be if it was planned? Home. Like yeah. on my notes. Oh, now we talk about punching people in the junk. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, pump, punching women in the junk. Oh, apparently. My oh my god. Uh, okay. Rough. So. Anyway. So anyway, you have to walk into this pool, whatever, and it was like just a bunch of old people in there, and oh, it was just a. Uh, I like hot tubs, but then these kids got in, mm. and it was like these like four old people, like really old naked and then these naked children as well mm-hmm. and someone kept touching my leg oh no but, then, but they would like touch it and then not move away what yeah they would they would touch it and then what i would do if i touched someone's leg by mistake is i would immediately untouch it i would i would take it away yeah god my english is rough today but these people they were like touching my leg and then just leaving it there so then i would move my leg a little bit okay like with their leg right yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah, with sure. their hand okay or anything else. It was right. just leg to leg. Okay. All so right. I would then move my leg a little bit, mm-hmm. shuffle out the way. Shuffle was like, um, I think you move just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Checks going up. And um, so I would move my leg a little bit. And then they would touch it again, like, I don't know, 20 seconds later. Okay. Oh, so, got a bit more room now. Exactly. Bit of a man Exactly. Yeah. It was like an old dude next to me. And he was obviously man spreading. Right. Which is when like a dude, a man just like spreads their legs out wide because they're a man and who gives a shit? You know, man spreading. 
It's an irritating phenomena. Do, do you want to have another crack at saying that? Phenom- phen- phenomenon? <laughs> phenomenon. For one and phenomena for many. I'm you know, sorry, Jake, if you have to let me have my fun here, yeah, I'm calling have you your out fun, on this. Have your fun. <laughs> I legit have a very, very mild problem with stuttering. Okay. You've probably never noticed it. I don't know, have you? Uh, no, I can't say that I have. It's very, very mild. Sure. And stuttering is when you cock at, to cock at. All right, so this is another speech impediment. Yes. We've already covered one speech impediment today, a lisp. Yeah, a lisp. And now a Man, stutter. we're covering all the speech impediments. Maybe that can be the title for this, this episode. I think we might get cancelled. Imp- speech impediments and punching in the junk. <laughs> <laughs> what am I writing down? Uh, uh, stutter. Yes. A very mild stutter with those very difficult words, like the word that you just said, phenomenon. I can't, I honest to God, can't say it. Phenomenon? Phenomenon. Phenom, enom. Enon. Enon. En on the end. Phenomenon. Yes. Phenomenon. Excellent. Guys, if you're listening, say it with me. Phenomenon. Yeah? Great. And two phenomena? Yep. Because I was sure that phenomena exists as well. Okay. Anyway. So I'd move my leg and he would touch my leg again. I'd move it more. So I ended up in the corner of this jacuzzi sitting like this, you know, and I was like, I'm not comfortable here. This is not a great experience. This is not what I paid 270 crowns for. This is, well, you need to assert your dominance and man spread in return. No, because it wouldn't have worked with these old people. They don't give a crap. Wait, that's okay. He, he would have just like, he, w- he wouldn't have moved. And then I would be stuck legs touching hard with an old guy. Why would I want that? Okay. All right. Fair enough. I read the room. Okay. I read the situation. I knew that I was not going to win. All right. So I gave up my left. I went somewhere else. Okay. Anyway, so that's how I spent my starting Svartek, my bank holiday. All right. Uh, to be honest, I've got no, no idea how long we've been going because I kept, I kept it rolling from, sure. my, from my Czech podcast. So okay. I've got no idea how long we've been going. So how about let's take a little break and we'll come back with some... Revision from last week, and we'll do our word of the week, and we'll do some Chinglish. Sound good? That sounds great. All right, guys, if you're watching, thanks for watching. Stay with us. If you're listening, you know, also stay with us. Good <laughs> stuff coming. Good stuff coming, I promise. <laughs> and we'll see you in a couple seconds. All right, guys, we're back. Let's do some revision from last time, shall we, Chris? Let's do it. Yeah. I've got some other things to talk to you about as well. I could happily talk for hours today about stuff, mm-hmm. but we've been told to keep it to an hour. People don't want it to be too long. All right. So some revision from last time. We had to nod off, which means to fall asleep, essentially, um, or to drop off. You can say, I was teaching a lesson, and this guy just nodded off. He fell asleep. Or you can say, I'm dropping off. Can you say I wouldn't say that? Actually. I wouldn't. Um, I uh, think some people have. I would. I think nod so off. Some is people better. do, but yeah, I'm nod off, off is definitely better by the because way, you literally nod your yeah, head. And nod is kivat when you move your head up and down. So I'm literally nodding until you're off, until you're asleep. Yep. Yeah, that's a good way to remember it. To nod off. To pregame. That's a great word from last time, which means to drink at your house or somewhere else before you go out to the proper party. To pregame. And you can go back and listen to last episode if you want to get all these words. And they will be in the English for Chick People app as well, if you want to go and check them out there. Then we had this really nice, I was more happy to have been there. And we're going to do a video on this topic. Okay. Yeah, so um, 
If you want to learn about this grammar, I was happy to have been there. Check out our YouTube page. Sorry. Um, okay, and then we have what do you make of? If you want to know someone's opinion, what do you make of something? We had this lovely expression, that's where it's at. That's where the party's at, man. And that's where, like, that's where the cool stuff is happening. So, guys, you've got to check out the English for Czech People podcast. That's where the good stuff's at. <laughs> that's where the real good vocab's at, you know. Uh, Chris, you're looking pretty jacked today. Thank you. Pretty ripped. So, actually, pretty swole. Pretty swole. Uh, and that's for real, by the way. I was watching the video from last time. Uh-huh. And, yeah, you've definitely you've got, you've, uh, you've been working out. Oh, thank you very much. Good job. Good I job. appreciate it. Um, you have stepped up your fitness game. A little bit, yep. So remember to step up your game means to take it to the next level, take it to a higher level, specifically. Um, we've stepped up our podcast game, for sure. We've got the camera now. We, well, you know, we've, we're filming this thing. Got these beautiful lights. Got notes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you went to the big leagues. <laughs> got the Getting notes. notes. Uh, what else do we have? To subject someone to something is when you, in a funny way, kind of put someone through a horrible experience, but it's often said in a funny way. So guys, we are sorry to have subjected you to our uh, just weird humor today. They're, they're very silly conversations. Very silly conversations. We're sorry to have subjected you to them. I hope we have not weirded you out. So to weird out means to make you feel weird and uncomfortable. Um, so Chris, I haven't weirded you out yet, have, have I? No, certainly No, okay, not. good. Because I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit spaced out, as usual. Okay. Spaced out is to be mimo, beat mimo. You can say I'm spaced out or I'm out of it. And in British English, we can also say to be phased out, but let's not worry about that. It's too many options. Just remember spaced out and out of it. So that's our revision. And our words of the week last week, we didn't have we any. We didn't have any. We didn't no. have any. So people are probably dying for some new words <laughs> of the week. They're like, where are they? Um, so Chris, do you want to start us off with uh, your word of the week? Sure. Just let me reach over. Are you and pulling it out of your check. ass this week or is this a pre-planned? Uh, I pre-planned it a bit. Well, no, I, this is the one that I had like planned last week. Okay. All right. So yeah. Uh, my so. word of the week. So in Czech, it is dodjelat. And uh, that translates to to get something over and done with, or just to get something over with, but to get something over and done with. Yeah. So this talks about we use this when there is something unpleasant that you don't really want to do, but yeah. it needs to be done. Yeah. So we will get this over and done with. Yeah. That's a really key point. Is that it's it's not just anything. When you say, let's get this over and done with, which is a common expression, let's get this over and done with, it specifically means this is not something you're looking forward to, it's something unpleasant. Yep. So you don't want to use this wrong, because like if I said, okay, Chris, should we get this podcast over and done with? Chris would be like, well, what the hell? Yeah. You don't like my podcast with me? Any- you don't like the podcast anymore? You've got to be careful with that. So this is good for work stuff. Yep. You know, you know, I hate editing these videos, but I've got to get it over and done with. So I can move on to the fun stuff. Yep. You know? Another way to say this is to get something out of the way yeah. as well. That's a good one. Okay. Let's get this out of the way. Man, so much good stuff. So let's, let's practice it a bit more so people can use it. Chris, do you have anything to do? It's at the end of the month. Anything to do? You, anything you've got to get over and done with or get out the way so you can enjoy, 
your weekend? I just need to finish off uh, sending you something that I need to get over and done with uh, is sending you my uh, my invoices. Yeah. Uh, sending you my attendance sheets. and Bit of and a tedious process, I know. Yeah, yeah. But I have already gotten most of it over and done with. I okay. basically just need to press, press the send okay. uh, on the email and, and cool. that's about it. Yeah. What about you? You've got a lot to, that you have to get over and done with, right? Well, Since it's the end of the month. Yeah, I've got a lot to get over and done with. Um, firstly, I will get this podcast editing over and done with because I'm trying to do it immediately after. Otherwise, it just like sits there and I never do it. So... Yeah, so I need to get this podcast editing over and done with, and then I need to uh, get... I'm actually getting confused about how to use it in English now. <laughs> I need to get the attendance sheets. I need to get the creation of the attendance sheets for next month over and done with. Okay. Yeah, because it's kind of a bit of a tedious thing, which another word from last time. So to get something over and done with, or just to get something over with, right? Right. Yeah. You can say, guys, let's get this over with, which yeah. I feel is more American, but I don't know. Would you... I do not distinguish between okay. nations with that. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. All right. And what's so yours, Jacob? My word of the week today is to grow on. Okay. I love this word. So we use this when, at the beginning, you did not like something very much. For example, let's just say this podcast. I didn't like doing it. It's not true, but let's imagine. And then over time, you start liking it a bit more. Like, you know, things change, you get used to it. That's when we use this grow on. We would say, man, this podcast is really growing on me. Or yeah. doing this podcast is really growing on me. It means I'm starting to like it. Yep. A really cool little phrase. You can obviously use it in the past as well. You can, if you're talking about something from 10 years ago, you say, oh, you know, I didn't like you know, learning Czech at the beginning, but it grew on me. Perfect. It grew on me. I started to like it. Or if you don't like something now... Um, you can say, oh, don't worry. I'm sure it will grow on you. Yep. Yeah. Chris, do you have any, any real-life examples of this? Things that you didn't like too much at the beginning, but they grew on you? Uh, the sitcom Frasier is <laughs> my favorite. I, I, yeah, it's my favorite sitcom. Really? And I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I, I hated seeing commercials for it on TV, um, on the uh, whatever show was uh -huh. before it. I'm like, oh, stupid show. Oh, my God, it's the worst. Um, but then I actually ended up watching a full episode or like one commercial actually did make me laugh and then I watched an episode. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is kind of funny. And hmm. then I ended up watching it all the time and I was like, this huh. is so great. I love it. It's so witty. Um, the humor is very clever. And yeah, it, it totally grew on me. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, what about me? Um, That's a good question. I'm not quite sure. Um, I don't know if this makes sense, but whiskey grew on me. Okay. Because I actually uh, strongly disliked whiskey a few years ago. Okay. So if, if I may... Please. Um, a slightly different way of saying for something to grow on you uh, is to describe something as an acquired taste. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So to acquire something is to get something. Yeah. Related to the word acquisition, which if you work in business, you know what it is. You know what acquisition is. So anyway, an acquired taste is something that you don't have at first and then you keep having it like whiskey. All right. Yeah. And most alcohol. All right, teenagers, what teenager has ever drank a beer 
and say, yeah, man, beer's awesome. This is the best. I love it straight away. I still don't like beer, so beer never grew on me, and it never will. Okay. I'll be very surprised if beer grows on me. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, beer is an acquired taste. Whiskey was an acquired taste for you. It Uh, was. Coffee is an acquired taste. Wheatgrass. For people, sure. Mm -hmm. Horrible stuff. And then uh, bands. Uh, Music, in general, can be an acquired taste, for example. This podcast could be an acquired taste. Perfect, yep. It really could be. My yeah. Um, yeah, my favorite band is Radiohead, and they are definitely an acquired yeah. taste, especially some yeah. of the albums specifically. So, so yeah. listeners, uh, specifically people watching on YouTube, um, please put in the comments something that grew on you over time or something that was an acquired taste for you. I think every week it's nice to make people try and use this stuff a little bit. I think that would and be a good And then maybe in the next episode we can have a look at some of the comments and just read them out. Yeah. Give some shout-outs. That sounds like a great idea. Look at you. <laughs> and that was, I'm just coming up with this on the fly. Man, I was born a podcaster. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got to grow on, to start liking something. And your one was? Uh, to get something over and done with. To get something over and done with. All right. So sh- let's take another short break and we'll come back with our Chinglish and useful things for this week. So guys, see you in a second. See you in a second. I'm speaking badly today. You're doing fine. Oh, my God. Okay, I just spoke badly because my voice just broke. Oh, my God, that's so embarrassing. (laughs) We'll see you in a couple seconds, guys. (laughs) Okay, we're back, guys. Had a nice little break there. Actually, not so nice. The toilets are a bit gross. No, oh my like, God, putting, putting the podcast space on blast here, my word. Not like the toilet itself, but the sink, uh, the, the, the soap machine wasn't okay. working properly. It was like covered in some kind of mold. Ugh. And mold is pleasing. Kind of gross. But anyway, yeah. um, so we've got Chinglish and Useful Things time. Last time we had Used To. We did two episodes of Used To. So go back to the last two episodes if you want to check that out. Today we've got a real nice one, Chris. All right, hit me with it. Hit you with it. This is... We went to the cinema with my sister. Great. Great. Such a common mistake, and this is something that every, even advanced people do. I would say almost everyone does this because of just how it works in Czech. You say, me, sme, jilale to se sestro. We did it with my sister. Chris, do you want to take this one? Why, why this is wrong? This is wrong because starting the sentence with, like, we did it with my sister, okay. <laughs> Well, we indicates at least two people. Yeah. Me and somebody else. Yeah. And then saying with my sister, that sounds like a third person. Yeah. All right. So there's we, me and this mystery person, at least one other person. And then my, and then my sister. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Because we is already two. So this can be very awkward when you say things like, oh, we went on a romantic weekend with my, with my husband. Like, hmm, who was that third person? Hey, yeah. you know <laughs> what a modern relationship you fresh. have. <laughs> Switched some things up, and yeah, okay. I was going to say in the bedroom. That's, that's just wrong. Okay, well you've said it now. I've anyway. said it now. Delete that later. Uh, okay, so yeah, never say we did something with someone. If it's just you and your sister, you're the only two people doing it. Put both of you at the start of the sentence. Me and my sister. This is one way to say it, which is technically wrong. The The grammar is wrong, but this is real life. A lot of people will say this. I don't know about you, Chris, but 
I would say this, and a lot of people I know would say this. Or you can say my sister and I. Yeah, my sister and I is grammatically it correct. It is, it is. But I do like to tell people what is real life, mm-hmm. and it's definitely more real life, in my opinion, to say me and my sister. This is the kind of thing that like the younger generation, like us, we would say this, and our grandparents would get annoyed about it. They'd say, actually, it's my sister and I, Jacob. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this has genuinely happened to me quite oh, a few yeah. times. One of my friends, um, because I'm an English teacher, is obsessive about nitpicking yes. every tiny little mistake that, you that, make. I, that yeah, I make. This happens to it's me like, all the time. Um, I think you mean my sister and I, Chris. Oh, it pisses me and off. And then non-stop. I'll say something like, which I've actually uh, I've, I've called you out on this in the past, and now it turns out that I do it, saying <laughs> um, uh, there's a bunch of people over there. What's so instead of there are a bunch of people over there, it's there is a bunch of people no, over there. No, that's not a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I say it, so, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's actually a topic in our Chinglish Useful Things course that you can say there is or there are, and they both contract to theirs. Yeah. yeah, so that's actually fine. But anyway, yeah, so me and my sister went there, or I went, my sister and I went there, but do not say we went there with my sister, because it sounds like there's at least three of you. And any native speaker who's not used to Czech people, they would hear this and they would say... So who? Yes. Who did you go there with? And they would they would literally ask, well, who, who who with? You know, I, I went on a special romantic spa with my husband. No, we, yeah, sorry, we went on a romantic spa trip with my husband. People would say, who's we? Who's we? Yeah. You know, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's our Chinglish useful things for this week. Short, snappy, and beautiful. Um, you said a nice word there, Chris, to nitpick. This means when you're... Mm, you're very fussy or very um, vibiravi about very small things. Like if someone makes like, you generally do a great presentation, let's say in university, but your professor only notices those very tiny small mistakes that you made. You can say, oh God, can you stop fucking nitpicking? And it means like, stop just picking those tiny small little things. Right? Yeah. Yeah, if yep, you could tiny, think of a better way to explain that. Uh, no, no, that's basically it. So small, um, uh, small details. And look, some maybe sometimes it is important, uh, yeah. but the fact is, it's like out of this whole massive thing, this yeah. is a tiny, uh, so, yeah. tiny little thing. As an English teacher, it's important not to nitpick because it can be very demotivating. If yes. like those tiny little things, like oh yeah, actually you said that wrong and that wrong. I prefer to be like. Mostly good, guys. Yes. <laughs> Mostly good. Yeah. And you will just get really bogged down. You'll get stuck. Yeah. Uh, by just saying, okay, well, yeah, it's this and this and this and this and this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Should we move on to our listener question for this week? Let's do it. So we actually had two. We'll start with the clean one and then we'll move on to the dirty one. Okay. So the clean one was actually a really good question. I can't remember if we can't remember if we mentioned this or not, but they asked uh, and this was Anita again. Same same person as last time. Thanks okay. for the repeat question. The difference between pissed and pissed off. Okay. Which is a real nice one. So I'll take this one if you don't mind. So this is really important to know the difference. Pissed has two meanings. Firstly, it can mean angry. I'm really pissed about this news and second meaning is drunk i'm feeling pissed i'm pretty pissed today mate what how dare you <laughs> just immediately go to an australian no. accent what it's are now, you trying to insinuate that now, only drunks that only australians get drunk and insinuate is naznachit exactly i'm not insinuating anything at all chris you have made me quite pissed here 
Chris is pissed because I was pretending to be pissed. Yes. As an Australian. Yes, exactly. So pissed has two meanings, drunk and angry. And pissed off has only one meaning, which is angry. Yes. So both pissed and pissed off can mean angry. But only pissed by itself can also mean uh, drunk. You, can, you, you cannot say I'm pissed off and it means drunk. It always means angry. So hopefully that's clear. Hopefully that answered your question, Anita. And the second question was about this going down because I we, we used it in the sense of you're having a food or drink or something. And we say, well, how's that burger going down? How's that whiskey going down? It means like, do you like it? How is it being received by you? And she wrote in, she's like, I thought it also means to to have oral sex, you know? So it does. Yes. To go down on, on someone yes. means that you perform oral sex on them. Yes. Okay. Um, and that's what it means to go down. And on. Yeah, on. The, uh, the, the on preposition yeah. is critical. There. So I know it's a bit gross, but to use it in a sentence, you could say like, as a question, did she go down on you? Yes. Or did he go down on you? It works for both men and women, just yes. to be clear. And so she went down on me. And there's a more colloquial, a more Havodravi way to say this, which is kind of jokey. I said it earlier, which is to go downtown. Okay. I know uh, this is not important. I know, I know it's, it's, it's not it's that thing. common. It's not like super common, but it can be used as a joke. People, you, you got what I mean when I said it earlier. Well, only because we had specifically, yeah. you know, yeah. been saying, but, talking about it. You know, but if I said, you know, if you were with a girl and I was like, hey, did she go downtown? Mm. You would get from context what yes, I mean. Yes, of course. Yes. There would be no confusion about that. No. They would be like, fine. did she go downtown? Wink, wink. <laughs> so there you go. To go down on someone also has this other meaning. Um, there's other meanings of go down as well. Well, to decrease very rapidly. Yeah, to decrease. Like for a, the temperature uh, went down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I, I was I was meaning uh, more mm, figuratively as in, mm. well, if like a, a plane or something oh, like that. If it, all of a sudden, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, yeah, if it crashes somewhere. Like, yeah. You know, uh, MH370 went down somewhere over the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Man. So to go down, and I was thinking more about this. It's not only with food and drink in the meaning of to be received. You can, how's your drink going down? How's your food going down? But kind of anything. Like if you tell a joke or you plan a joke, you would say, I, I, I wouldn't say this joke at my, at my family dinner party because it wouldn't go down well. It means it wouldn't be received well. So you can use it kind of with anything. Like Dave yes. Chappelle's new special did not go down too well. You got no. a lot of, lot of trouble about that. Anyway, so there we go. That's our listener question for this week. Um, oh, there was one more actually as well. All about the listener questions this week. Um, actually, this was not a listener question. This was just an interesting little mistake that one of my friends kept kept uh, doing. Okay, kept making. making. Oh yeah, god. mistakes are made, not done. Oh my god, so embarrassing. So she was saying like, Jacob, do you um, do you more like? You know, going to saunas or going to the cinema, something like that. Do you more like it? Because in Czech, you can say Marsh Radši, because you've got Mam Rad, I like, Mam Radši, I more like, okay. and Mam Nedradši, I most like. In English, that's, that's a no go, that's a no no. We say just either prefer, we don't say more like. We can't say, oh, I, I like bananas, but I more like apples. That's weird. You agree with me? Yes, yeah. because to, like, more like, would, to be more like something. I'm more like my father than my mother or something like that. Yeah, and that's like, like that. Vizyako. Yeah. Vizyako, my dad. But we don't say Marmadrachi. We just say either I prefer, I like apples, but I prefer bananas. Or you can put the more at the end. Yes. You can say, I like apples, but to be honest, I think I like bananas more. 
That's all right. Yep. That's fine. But don't say I'm more like, you know, I like Chris, but I'm more like Lenka. How dare you? How dare I? I'm feeling, feeling cheeky today. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky we're at the end of the podcast already. <laughs> very lucky. Very lucky. And I think that, that does more or less bring us to the end. So we've learned some good words today. We've got up uh, thumbnail. We learned the origins of thumbnail where that came Perhaps from. I might have pulled that out of my ass. Chris definitely pulled that out of his ass, but I, it sounds very reasonable to me. Um, so that's the little pictures on the YouTube videos or any other video. Um, bank holiday, start new Svartek. To be dressed to the nines is when you're dressed in your best stuff. Uh, a lisp is when you speak like this. That's bad. A stutter is what I do occasionally. Gritish kokam. Uh, in weddings, you have the ceremony, which is the um, opshad, I believe. And the reception, which I've forgotten the name of. But it's check. the party after. The party after the wedding, yeah. Um, a go-to, that was really nice. This is my go-to meal. It's your safe, reliable choice that you choose when you don't know what else to do. So do you have a go-to meal that you cook when you're, you know... Yeah, yeah, there's a... uh, I guess it's like a dry pasta... It's a dry pasta dish that I I make. So there's no sauce. It's just like the herbs and... Um, the uh, dry pasta. Well, I mean, the pasta's cooked, but I mean, there's no, okay, there's no not white. Just eating out of the bag. Yeah, no, I can't be asked to cook today. <laughs> 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 Gotta get those calories. Uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, yeah, it's just a pasta. It's a pasta dish. No um, sauce. Just, sauceless. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Doesn't need it. You know, it's like alio olio is just garlic and um, oil okay. basically, but right. I have some other things in there. Right. Or just scrambled eggs on toast. Right. Yep. Yeah, my go-to is just eggs on toast. Okay. Preferably fried, fried mm. eggs. Okay. Scrambled eggs, fine, but I, I like a nice fried egg. Yeah, or, yeah, fried uh, eggs Or steak. Good. Okay, then. My, my cooking has to, it has to be 15 minutes max in a pan, mm-hmm. no use of the oven. Okay, then. You, For uh, it to be a go-to. Oh, yeah, those sure, are, sure, Those sure. are the boxes that have to be ticked. Yep. Yeah, otherwise it's, it's not, it's not going to happen. An acquired taste. So this podcast, for some, may be an acquired taste. Hopefully you've acquired it by now. Hopefully you've acquired it good, yeah. And to grow on was my word of the week, and Chris's was to get something over and done with. So Chris, do you mind if we just get this, this, uh, my little sales pitch over and done with? Please. And we also had to nitpick as well. And all these words, guys, will be put in the podcast section of the English for Czech People app, which you can download on iOS or Android. Um, I've been a bit slow with this because I've been a bit busy, but I am going to get back on it, I promise. So by the time you listen to this, all these words will be in there. Um, If you've got any questions for us, listen to questions. And as you can see, there's no limits to what you can ask us. It can be whatever. We're pretty open-minded. We are. You can email us at podcast at efcp.cz. And yeah, whatever you like. Grammar, vocab, weird stuff that you saw on Netflix, weird stuff that you heard, any weird personal questions you have. It's all good. It all goes, oh, I can't remember English phrases anymore. <laughs> What's this expression where, like, you know, everything's good, like, whatever? What's uh, the expression for this? It's, oh, I, I don't remember. know. It's all There fine. is something. Man, okay. <laughs> uh, we're also on Instagram and YouTube. We're English for Czech people on those places. And I have recently stepped up our game on those platforms. So now there's actually stuff on there worth checking out. Yeah, I've noticed. Um, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of it? Tell it's me, fine. T- tell me the truth. If you think it's absolute shite, then just tell me. <laughs> Look, I haven't like taken a deep dive into it or anything. I've just <laughs> How seen dare it you as the, here the co-host of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to this later. Oh, okay. um, 
No, it's good. It's fine. Okay. It looks professional. It's just at the beginning. Beginnings. Uh, right now we're doing word of the day on Instagram, which is just 20 second video of me doing a, kind of like our word of the weeks that we do here, but like a bit less detail. Um, so we're doing those. We're doing little quizzes on Instagram stories. I was quite proud of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, just, I just thought I'd just put a quiz on there, you know, yep. how to say whatever in English. And it got loads of replies. Okay. How I was many? Like, 19. All right. Considering yeah. we have 80 followers yeah, as of that's the recording good. of this. That's, that's 25%. That's high engagement. Yeah. I was shocked, actually. It's really quite fun. So, um, yeah, we're going to keep doing that. Maybe mm. I'll think of some new stuff to put on there as well. And we're going to start doing weekly free stuff on YouTube as well as, like, little extra videos. One of my students had a really good idea. He was like, Jacob, why don't you do, like, a how-to video about how to talk about wines at a wine tasting? Okay. And I was like, great idea, man. Yeah. Because... All Czechs love wine, more or less. And if you ever go to like some wine tasting that's not in Czech Republic or it's not in not in Czech, you can be a bit screwed, you know, because usually people know sweet and dry, and that's the end of your knowledge. Yeah. Um, so I thought it'd be pretty cool to like get in like a person who has a wine bar or something, get them in the video with me, okay. and kind of do a wine tasting together. You can come on if you want. A sommelier. Uh, yeah, I would like and to. And then we we can just talk about it, how it is in English, how it is in Czech, and like describe all the wines, get a bit tipsy. That would be quite fun, I thought. I think so. Yeah? Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. the kind of content okay. we're going to be putting up on the on the YouTube. Um, <laughs> on the YouTubes. <laughs> sorry, on the so YouTubes. that was quite... Was quite yeah, sorry, sorry. It's, it's just YouTube. It's a proper noun, so it has no article. On YouTube. I do understand English grammar, just sometimes I choose not to follow it. <laughs> do as yeah. I say, not as I do. Exactly. That's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Uh, so yeah, follow us on there. Um... If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us some stars. We still don't have any stars. Really? Actually, no, that's not, that's not true. We do have. We have two five-star ratings, okay. but one of them's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the second one's not you. Is it you? Uh, I don't think so. I hope not. That would be really embarrassing. Yeah, if the no. Two... no, I don't have anything to... Oh, no, I do have something to rate Apple Podcasts. I just put on. the five stars. Yeah. You don't have to write anything, guys. Just click that five-star button, yeah. and that really helps us out in the rankings I read. So that we'd appreciate that. And uh, if you like what we're doing here, you can check out more of this on our website, efcp.cz. Um, it's a membership, 199 crowns a month. And I am going to plug this each time, Chris, because I think it's actually we've got some good stuff on there. For so sure. what, what do you get for your 200 crowns? I'd like to be clear what you get. You get these two courses, Essential English, which is the first one, which is just all of English grammar explained for Czech people in little videos and worksheets and quizzes. If you want to learn English, that's the way to go from the beginning. I speak the first chapter is in like a mix of English and Czech. Have you seen those videos yet? Uh, one or two of them, yes. Yeah. The feedback was mostly good. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 90... Okay, it was good in the sense that like it helps explain it. I had a beginner person watch it and they're like, I understand. Okay. It was useful for me that you were saying it in Czech. If it had only been in English, I might not have understood all the points. Sure. The only negative feedback was like... You sound a bit weird when you speak Czech. Okay. But I'm like, okay, it's not written. I'm not reading a script. I'm improvising. And my Czech is not that great. It's good enough to get the point across, but of course there's going to be mistakes in it. Yeah. One person was like, you know what? That was the wrong ending. Ha ha. Mm. I'm like, well, screw you too. <laughs> Forget your discount. <laughs> you know, you can pay the 499 Anyway, so yeah. We got the and it's a nice reference guide as well. If you're more an advanced person, it's just nice to have that course. If you've got any 
questions about English grammar. Like how do the tenses work again? Present perfect, how to do wishes, conditionals, whatever you want, it's all in there. And then the second course is called Chinglish Unuseful Things, which is exactly like what we're doing here on the podcast. It's actually the same, the same topics, but if you want them all nicely organized, about 100 plus of them, it's things like we were there with my sister, worth, used to, all that kind of stuff. With just less... Uh uh, yeah, exactly. Less tangents. Less tangents. Less yeah. weird. Fewer tangents. Yeah, thank you. Fewer tangents. Um, so it's like short and to the point. Two minutes. Here's the thing. Here's how it works. Here's a worksheet. Here's a quiz. And it keeps track of your progress and everything. It's really quite nice. I, I'm quite happy. And there's a seven-day free trial. I think that's great. So you can just try everything out. If you don't like it, yep. just cancel. We don't charge you anything. No hard feelings. Keep listening to our free stuff. We'll, we'll be happy. But if you want to stay, we're going to keep putting new stuff in there as well. Also working on some more how-to topics as well. Okay. So it's not going to be just these two topics. We're going to these two courses. We're going to we're going to add some how to do this, how to talk about wine, how to do businessy things. The idea is that every week at least one or two new videos about something useful that you could use, so you keep getting okay. new value. Yeah. I what really a great deal. Sold the shit out of that today. <laughs> Damn, that was great. And it and it works with our app as well. That, 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 for me, that's like wow. Like, how did I make this? <laughs> Look at you being impressed at your own work. Which you should. I'm high on my own supply. Yes. That's a good expression. Do you want to just explain what that means? Because I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> to be high on your own supply. This comes from weed, right? Well, just any drugs, okay? So a yeah. person purchases drugs and with the intention of selling that to other people at the discotheque. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and what you're supposed to do is just sell it and that's yeah. it. And then you, you, you get the money, you make yeah. the money. But what some people do is they get high on their own supply. And so what they've done Smoke is just... Smoke it all themselves. Yes. They... <laughs> Have just purchased a whole bunch of, let's say, marijuana, yeah, and 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 then that was it. Then they then they smoked it. It's like okay, yeah. Well, you enjoyed your own thing rather yeah. than giving. That's, that's what I'm doing right now. Getting high on my own supply, mm-hmm. watching my own videos, having a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. So guys, seven day free trial. Check it out if you don't like it. No hard feelings. Get high on our supply. Get high on our supply. It's a damn good supply. Um. Yeah. I think that's it. Anything to add? No, I think that's it. Yeah, you've done an excellent job wrapping it all up. How would you rate us? Five out of five, stars wise. Uh, sure. I would. I would put it there. Okay. Yeah, I'm not ashamed to. I I always say it as it is. You know, sometimes it's a four. Mm Mm-hmm. Occasionally a three. I think we've not done a three yet, have we? I don't think so. I did do a three in the Spanish. Okay. The Spanish one. Yeah, we also do Spanish and German. If you're interested in those languages, check it out. Super awesome Spanish, super awesome German, and super awesome Czech as well podcasts for now just podcasts but check them out but yeah i did i did a three once in the spanish but i got I, I stepped my game up okay for the next week back up to a five yeah. <laughs> all right guys thank we're you. not going to keep you any longer if you've been watching on youtube thank you for watching we'll see you in the next one thank you very if you've much been listening uh like comment and subscribe yes thank you chris yeah like comment and subscribe smash that like button do you have any other good expressions for that Mash it? It's no, the meme smash. is smash that is like button. Okay, yeah, I'm really not into all this stuff. But yeah, smash that like button. Um, I was going to say something else as well. Yeah, if you were listening, thanks for having us in your ears. It's a pleasure to be there. And we look forward to being there in the next one. Thank you very much for watching and yeah. all listening. See and you next time. See you in the next one. Go. Bye.